Virginia. following you. Welcome to West Virginia Commonplace. We're doing this a little different right now. We, we, we out here on uh, freaking Zoom. We out here doing it live, you know, because we'll come back to y'all in the audio file. And I got my guest, the ever fabulous, Mr. Devontae. How you doing today? How you doing? How you doing? How you doing? I'm doing well. Doing well. For all the people out there, you know, y'all stay safe. Wash your hands and put your mask on. Definitely put your mask on. And I want you to buy them 3M N95 masks. Like, let's not keep getting masks that don't have filters in them because that's not doing anything. Unless you're at the gym, because if you have those those ones, you can't breathe in them and you'll die. True, true. <laughs> Especially people with the asthma and all the extraness. You know, yes. Got gotta be mindful of that. So we got all kinds of topics. We normally don't dab into politics, but I will jump into this real quick. Um, Mr. 45, is that his number? 45, 44, whatever number he is. He got the coronavirus. Yeah. Got the coronavirus. Um, for someone that downplayed it so much, you know, it's awfully weird that our president got it. Right, right. You see that there, but you know, all I can say is I wish him a millennia the best. And um, yeah, I mean, it, it's real out here. Maybe it, this will be an example for all of these people that have been at the rallies and things like that. If our brother Herman Cain didn't teach you anything, I mean, he was here today, gone tomorrow. I mean, that's sad, but you know, Nancy Pelosi been trying to tell, everybody been trying to tell this man. He does not listen. He marched to the beat of his own drum, but hey, Lesson what can learned. I say? Lesson learned, he's right? He's a Gemini. You know, they <laughs> march to the beat of their own drum. True, true, true. They <laughs> not like Leos and Cancers. They they just do whatever they're going to do. No, they don't. No, they don't. Speaking of that, I'm a I'm a um I'm a Cancer Moon sign, so yeah. Star, sun sign is a Leo, but my Moon sign is Cancer, so that can be okay, a okay, okay. a problematic <laughs> combination. <laughs> All right. So in other topics and everything else, this is just something I'm throwing out there. This is really is offbeat. I want everybody to, to jump up for Super Mario, man. He's 35. You know, Super I know, man. Oh man, my god. They got a pair of Pumas out. They got a Pumas that is about to make me go break my what? Neck. They got a pair of Super Mario 64 Pumas. Got these shoes. What? Yeah, got them out right now. Got me about to go through the window to Foot Locker, get a pair, throw a Chinese dude through a wall so I can get a pair. <laughs> you know? I mean, are they 3D printed or are they really official? Like they, they are really official written? with the little diamond in the back with the Super Mario box. You know what? You can't say no to that. I mean, Right. I mean, I would never wear them. I would never wear them anywhere because they look like clouds on the bottom. I had to send you a a picture later of what these things look like. So on on that end, Super Mario, 30, 35 years, that's a long time. That's my life. And that's your life plus five years. Yeah. I mean, because, you know, you would have, if everybody don't know you, like the, the, the gamer of the family. So like before I knew about video games, you knew about video games. and My dad knew about video games. So. Yeah. Shout out to you. <laughs> yeah, no doubt in that. So, so in, in, in a uh, wild turn of events, you know, I've been traveling back and forth between uh, North Carolina and um, Charleston, West Virginia. Yeah. I've been, I've been, I've been, 
it's been pretty wild. So me and Stacy, we run around to like Greensboro and different places and we, we see all kinds of different things in the culture. You know, the divide is they used to run Hispanic, just like Hispanics here out the way, then whites and blacks. But now it's Hispanics, blacks, a few whites here and there, and everybody intermingling and stuff, you know. But uh, like you, right. go to, you go to Walmart, right? And the Walmart is different because, you know, I, I do about 30 different Walmarts in, in like six months. So I'm everywhere when it comes to these Walmarts. Um, wow. We stepped into a Walmart, you know, you're going down the aisle and stuff and people, you know, I'm not going to say the race, but I'm going to just say this is people, they block the aisle, three people in a row. Like it ain't, I'm talking about <laughs> next shoulder to shoulder, blocking the whole aisle. Over no, we need six oh. feet apart. Right, listen, over a bag of Doritos, not Cool Ranch, not the um, chili sweet joints I like. I know you're not talking about the sweet chili, man. Yeah, they they not. Listen, I could see they, they were breaking their necks for the sweet chilies, but no, they doing this for the regular Dorito. Not the not nacho the, cheese? Yeah, not even the value size. Bro. <laughs> I'm like, bro, that shit's on this. Excuse my language, that thing's on display somewhere else in the store. The small body bag is. You know what I'm so talking? I have a tip okay. out here, people. Now, these people do, I don't, and, you know, these people, I'm not um, paid by these people, but they work wonders. It's called Shipped, S-H-I-P-T, Shipped. Shipped is do? amazing. What they, what they do? They basically are your personal shopper. They go to the stores. It's similar to Instacart, but something about Shipped, it captured my heart because it has all of the stores I like to go to. I mean, Target, Kroger. You also got Lidl. Lidl is like the new save a lot. Okay. Just a little, it makes you feel. It makes you feel very uh, rich, <laughs> thrifty, and rich at the same okay, time. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So ship. So also does CVS too. Okay. All right. CVS. We I respect that one. The other one I don't know about, so I can't put the respect on that one. But what I'm gonna ask you is, is, is about this thing that you're using. Can you use coupons or you kind of just you can you can use coupons, you can use promo codes. Funny thing is, most of those I have apps for, like CVS, I have a little app, so I already have like an account with them. So I already get the coupons anyway. And literally. And so that's how you get the deep discount. And that's where the video froze. Welcome back to West Virginia Commonplace. We had a little technical difficulty. Once again, we're working with this Zoom, trying to figure out how to get everything going. So Mr. Devontae, can you get back into what you was just talking about? So I was talking about the lovely Shipped app. So Shipped app basically uses your, your favorite stores, your favorite pharmacies. You can also use coupons from those other accounts. So you can actually bridge those coupons from the other accounts into the Shipped app, and they can basically deliver your stuff right to your door in a matter of minutes, whether you need it in a couple of hours or the day before. All right, so, all right, so I do got a question. What about paper coupons? Is paper coupons, is that a... Well, I mean, well, you could scan them if you want to cut them out. You know, we're in a digital world right now, so 
But if you are a couponer and you do cut them out physically, you can actually scan them within the app. There's a barcode reader, which is so awesome. Oh, wow. So you just shut down, like, people can stay inside. They really not. Yeah. They don't come outside. Okay. So look, let, let me let me get throw, throw in a little app here, too. This is on the opposite end, because we're just going back and forth about different things. Have you heard about this Quibi app? I've been hearing about it. I have not yet kept on, caught on. I'm still wrapping my head around HBO Max. So, yeah, Ooh. watching my Insecure, you know. Yeah. Hey, well, look. Look, after we're done talking tonight, I'm going to leak you my password and stuff. So you can get on Quibi and watch it, okay? Quibi like, got some interesting content. Yeah, and, it, 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 like. and it's like it's like stuff you can just watch on your fifteen minute break at you know at work. It ain't really? nothing. It, yeah, it ain't nothing like the show's like less than ten minutes. Blah blah blah, and some are just ten minutes at the max. Um, Stacy's been into this. She's been watching a lot of different things, and then I seen one I want to watch, but you know I'm one of the procrastinators. I gotta wait for it to get two seasons in before I'm gonna watch it. It's a uh, Kevin Hart's got a show called Die Hard, and then uh, she had another one. Um, I forgot the name of the show. If it will come back to me, um, what is the name of the show? Something about like Free Ray Sean, I believe. Free Ray Sean. All right, it's got Lawrence Fishburne. It's, like they got like real actors, you know, like uh, Academy Award winning this and that type going on with that. Yeah, and, uh, and you know, uh, people that's over at T-Mobile, you know, which. We ain't gonna say nothing bad or good about T-Mobile. They just was just giving it away for free. Wow. Yeah, kind of crazy there. So, um, over into some music news. You you had something you wanted to talk about? Let's get into this. So yes. Yeah. So apparently on YouTube, I want to say sometime at the end of August. Early September, we had an old R&B veteran to come out of the woodworks. Her name is Jaguar Wright. Originally from Philly, she was a part of the original group, The Roots, um, which primarily now is mainly known for playing with SNL, you know, Saturday Night Live. And it's just a, it's just crazy how she's coming out of the woodworks. And she's basically kind of calling all the neo-soul community out. I mean, from Common, Jill Scott, Erica Badu. I mean, now recently, Tevin Campbell has been thrown into the And, and that's the one I want to talk about. She said something real crazy, that um that the singer was once a prostitute who had sex for drugs. Like, Tevin Campbell, one of, one of the most unproblematic entertainers in our business. He's one of them guys that he, he got good fame real fast. And then when it slowed down, he never stopped making music or stopped touring. He just knew his place in line. He didn't try to come back. He didn't try to make the mainstream again. He got his money, stayed low key. So why target him? I'm not understanding. I'm like, you know, do you have an album that you're promoting, some products? And then, what and is and then the... outlandish stuff like, like talking about common sense. Like, why would she... Why would she attack Common of all people? I mean, yeah, I, I'm just lost. Well, she said they dated, and then she said he forced he forced her to 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 perform oral on him, and I'm just like, y'all in a relationship, so why is it like somebody has to force you to do? That's just it's it's crazy. I mean, I hope it's not true, but I mean, at the same time, who knows? We don't know. Um, I and, mean, um, 
I'll tell you this, Tevin Campbell, you know, he, he just released a little bit of something, I guess. Uh, you know, he, he let her know he got lawyers on deck for that defamation. Yeah, I just got that info. Like, I just saw the tweet, and I was like, Tevin, you snapping like this? I like. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you know, he was, he was like a sensation late 80s, early 90s. I mean, I mean he, he, yeah. he, he taught me the difference in, in how to approach the ladies and, and whoever you approaching, you know, can we talk? I mean, between him and Ralph Trez Vance, uh, you know, sensitivity. Right, that chivalry, you know. And I ain't going to say that's a light-skinned thing. I'm going to say that's everybody thing. <laughs> these days, but but we're going to throw it back at the light-skinned. That's a quiet storm, a 90s thing. We're going to yeah. go with that. Okay. And I mean, even at the end, you know, he had me ready. I was, you know, on a, I'm ready. And there was quite a few other tracks by Tevin Campbell that, you know, shaped and molded me. I can say that. And they stay yeah. on the playlist in the background, you know. They're not going to come in, come in, in the front very often. I but mean. That long ride out to North Carolina, I might throw some of his jams on. Matter of fact, I did. He's um, a quintessential tenor. I mean, he's, if you're a tenor, y'all better be studying him. You know, as a singer, we, we studied right. Tevin. Right, no doubt in that. So, um. You, you know, with, with Jaguar Wright, you know, she had a decent background career. She's one of them people that just, you, you know, some talent can reach the glass ceiling and get through it. And then you got certain talent that doesn't get to the glass ceiling. And you made a very good point about that. And so something I wanted to bring up, she kept bringing up Mary J. Blige's name, who, as we all know, is the hail and queen of hip-hop soul and R&B. No doubt. From New York. She came hey. through with the whole... Uptown Records vibe. She had all the likes of Buster Adrian Rhymes, Adrian Harrell, Buster Rhymes, Diddy. Well, he was Puffy back then. Yeah. And uh, Biggie. Uh, <laughs> so, you know, I mean, that was like the birth of 90s hip-hop. And she was the part of that. And I'm just like, she states that and her last interview that I saw on YouTube was that Mary got into the way of someone's success that was greater than she was. And to me, I felt that was a sense of arrogancy and maybe just a, a personal opinion, maybe a point of offense. She felt, okay, well, I see this woman, Mary J. Blige, a queen from New York doing her thing. And we kind of in the same, you know, spaces, but we, you know, Neo Soul, is, it, it moves a little different than, you know, hip hop. It just is a little different. I mean, it's, it's kind of like that that sister brother relationship, but of, of of genre of music. But at the end of the day, Mary J is Mary J, and I always felt like if you were great enough to be up there, you know, you would be right. And one thing I want to say about this whole neo soul thing, and we're gonna just be honest here when 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 we talk about neo soul, you know, I think of music soul child. Uh, what was his name? Old oh, is it Dwelle? Dwale, Talib, Kwali. Yeah, I think of these people, but when you and say she Jack threw him under the bus too as well. But when you say Jaguar Wright, I don't even think about her. You we don't. We think about her first album, and I clearly can't remember that title. And, and exactly. Even, and, and I'm just sitting here and I'm thinking about the Neo Soul, like, like you know, that was something that was that was a mid '90s, like like '90s type deal. And and I'm not gonna yeah. Say, I'm going to say, like, D'Angelo. Why didn't she come at the neck of Lauryn Hill, Maxwell, or Erica Badu? Somebody that's in her genre that she could could, could say something about. She couldn't do nothing with Well, her. she dragged Erica. She basically said Erica 
was jealous of her because she got with Common and she tried to stir up drama. And she even states that Erica was basically a a groupie to like Andre 3000. She was his groupie. And I'm just like, she's Erica Badu and Andre 3000 is Andre 3000. I mean, and honestly, it just seems like every man that's path she 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 crosses, it's a blessing to have her presence because it changed their music for the better. I mean, Common Sense went to Common and Andre went from, you know, Outcast went to be known as Andre 3000. He had his own creative style. And I mean, why did she come at somebody that she could have really got some, you know, people would have got a laugh out of, but would have called something. You know, Eric Renee was on that tip just a little bit. Yeah. Very smooth. I mean, him and Tamia spending my life with you, a yeah. classic. You um, know, it's just kind of sad about that, you know. And then she she dragged Jill, and I'm like, come on now. You know she says Jill that. stole her style. All right, but Jill Jill didn't stand up herself. Jill is one is is one in a million. I, and and yeah. I'm, I'll be surprised. You know, in the next few weeks, we'll hear something about Macy Gray, Angie Stone. She better not come yeah. at Angie Stone because Angie Stone got headers to the left of her. She she don't look like she playing the games. I mean, if you watch the R&B divas, you know she don't play them games. Not about her money and not about her reputation. I mean, even when her and her her daughter was going through things publicly, you know, it reached the media and things. She was very classy about how she handled that. So I'm like, I don't think that someone that's, you know, trying to come back for a relevancy. I mean, it's like, how can you come back for something that you never really had? Right. And, and, that's, and, that, and that's the thing right there. Like, that just gets me like, this lady has, 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 you know, she has credit notes and people's bylines and the inside of CDs from when we was kids. I'll give her, right. I'll give her her dues that she may have um, helped cultivate a sound to a degree. Cause you know, no matter if you're doing background here or there, you're part of a song, but in all yeah. honesty, there is nothing I can tell you beyond her doing something with the roots back in the day that I don't even remember. I don't even know if she, you remember that one? What was the Bruce Jones, the one with the, that was Erica Badu on that one. Yeah, you, so you're Erica talking Badu. about, uh, you know what I'm talking the about. The one that Jill wrote and Eve was on. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. And right there, where was Jaguar when this was going on? She had this car, she had this uh, departed the group to work on her solo, which didn't really go anywhere. It went so low right. that you couldn't hear it. And, and <laughs> <laughs> and, and see, I mean, like, see, this is my thing. Like, why do people do this? Like, you know, even people in real life do this. They had no relevancy then, and they have no relevancy now, right? And they want to strike up a chord, and they want to be the next thing. And I'm like, ma'am, you, you, you had. I mean, Jay Z did her a really nice favor by putting her on the song "Cry," and all I got to say is that she shit on Jay. She might as well. X her career out because anything Beyonce or Jay-Z related, you just ended your career. I mean, ask Carrie, ask Keisha. They still struggling. And I mean, and, and here's my thing. She was part of one of the biggest groups, the OK Players. Yeah. You know, and that was that's a collective of all types of internet, hip-hop stuff, all of put into a conglomerate trying to better music right make jazz relevant again 
Yeah, I'm not having taking, a message. Right, well, and jazz people, I'm not saying that y'all are not relevant, but we're talking about getting spins on Spotify and things like that. Yeah. I mean, hey, I mean, honestly, the last time we knew much about her was the Coca-Cola commercial that The Roots was in, because she had her own little swagger in there, and I mean, the single that they had on the Best Man soundtrack. Okay. It's what you want. That's I, honestly, that's all I remember her from. And this it's not to discredit this queen. I'm not trying to discredit any artist, but I just feel like for someone who's put a lot of work and time in, you can't be mad at someone else. And the thing is, maybe it was not meant for you. That maybe wasn't your purpose to be a bigger star than what you were. Maybe your purpose was to go through the experiences of the industry, learn, and teach other people. And yeah, I get what you're trying to do and teach people and warn people about what's going on. But bashing and dragging other people, it just seems like you're just trying to be in bed with sensationalism and book yourself off these little interviews. Right. That's all you're doing. Right, and I agree with that. Like, like no reason for all that stuff. And and one thing that just caught my, I I done sat out here, did a little research on her. She covered one of my songs, Saturday Night Love. Right. It made me now. I'm gonna have to get in touch with Sherelle, get her on a podcast, or get her some <laughs> get her listen. This. I don't if you can that. get Sherelle on a podcast, I need to hear all the things that I'm that I miss when you know. Yeah. Hey, listen. Hey, I'm things gonna, you miss at home. Yeah. I just can't believe. Like I said, I just did a little, little quick research on this Jack White and how she was doing music. She was doing a lot of covers when she should have been doing her own material. Okay. Uh, yeah, not 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 trying to this is lady, not trying to make a whole podcast about her, but this is you know how we do things. This is one thing that was just burning at the stake that needed to be talked about. I mean, hey, she was Joan of Arc and we the flame. Roast. <laughs> ah now on to a lighter note, we you know, we always dig into you a little bit. Um, okay. you know, you you're a residential artist here. Uh, Mr. Mr. R&B 2020-2020 with a one one on the end too because you know 2021 you know we're going to need some some material so what is the day to day status what's the day to day status on the material these days well funny you should ask so excuse me so I've been working with my producer his name is Brandon Liddell part of Conversion Records LLC and what's so, the Instagram tag? Get hit him with the Instagram tag. Yes, at Conversion Records LLC. That's the Instagram. That's the Facebook. It's all of that. So if y'all looking for everything music, you know, R&B, country, hip, pop, gospel, hit him up. You know, Brandon and Liddell. This is, and this is Richmond, Virginia, right? Actually, no. So I met him through a, a good friend of mine. And okay, it's funny okay. because Kind of like how we're Zooming right now. That's how we have our meetings. Like when we talk about stuff, album or EP related and the process. And if it's something I need him to tweak, he's that person. He will schedule out some time and he will tweak it right then and there on the spot. He is very good at working with the artist and making sure he knows what his artists and what his customers need and how to build that. Um, I met him through a friend of mine that did a spoken word album. Shout out to... Devin's. Devin's got an album out called Don't Open His Diary. Check it out. It's on Amazon Music, Apple Music, everywhere. It's YouTube, 
If we you can't know, get Google him on the, we, can't, we, can't get it, we can't get him as a guest sometime. You know what? I'm gonna have to do that. I set that up. I'll link that up. All right, you link that up. So definitely, but you know, I met him through um, my friend Devin, childhood friend. We've been knowing. He's actually the one that taught me how to really get into songwriting and taking it seriously. Um, I think I had mentioned that around 15 or 16, I really started taking it seriously. At like 10, 13, I started getting the bug to want to write, but not really knowing how to structure it. So he was the one that kind of got me into the game with that. But, um, we, you know, Brandon is actually from Columbia, South, well, originally from North Carolina, but resides in Columbia, South Carolina. And oh, he deep, deep south. Yeah. Yeah, which, you know, kind of works because, you know, if all goes as planned, you know, NC may be my new home at the end of the year. We shall okay, see. Okay, okay. Hopefully not Greensboro, but anywhere else. Oh, no, no, no. Can't do Green. Well, shout out to Greensboro. We love Greensboro. Yeah, shout um, out to you because you got some good food except for your Red Robin, but that's another story for another day. <laughs> you know, I've not went to Red Robin, so no shade to them, but... uh. In the words of uh, Mariah Carey, we don't know her. I'm going to give another shout out. Shout out to the little country town of Archdale, North Carolina. Nice little okay. place there. High point. And I'm going to put Asheboro on the map. Didn't really find anything in Asheboro. You got a few little restaurants that you could, could grab a little thing to eat at. You know, Dixie this, Dixie that. So, you yeah. know. It, it, that's NASCAR country out there, so you know I had no business out there. Yeah, it's a little tense, but um, I heard they have this big estate there called the Biltmore. That's Asheville. Oh, okay. well, like they all said, Asheville's not on the map like that. They Asheville. all nasty. <laughs> Asheville does. Well, one have of them has a zoo. Which one that's, is that? That's the zoo. The zoo is, is out there. And as it makes sense because it's really rural. It's very, you know, we grew up from the country, so we, you know, we know. Yeah, but they know Carolina country is extra crispy. They, I mean, well, Asheville, Asheville is ashy. You know, I stay out here in West Virginia, so my accent over time, when I go from place to place, it does change a little bit to go with the environment. I slow it down. I do a little masterpiece. Do a little bit of this and that. Make my voice change a little bit so they can. No limit. Yeah. <laughs> then I start slowing the words. Slow it down. Make them feel right. You know, whatever I got to do to get the situation done. So you see, I just did that and everything. I just did right there. Now, right. now, you know, the thing is, is that that's how they talk. They get down like that. And then you know, West Virginia, we up here, we have hardened accents, but our accents have syllables and we stress things down there they don't stress the words the words come across nope. in one line it's like a teleprompter with just words running no space in between <laughs> uh, you know what it's it's quite a interesting thing now, now i will say this though you know i will say the atmosphere there is a whole lot different when it comes to like 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 we did a little bit about shopping and different things like you know, you go to, right. like, with this COVID-19 and you go to restaurants there, like, not everybody all eating. Me and Stacy sat in the Hardee's, uh, matter of fact, today, you know, and shout out to Hardee's for making some good chicken. Hey, that's all they got is chicken. Everything yeah. Else, what everything what happened else, to the menu? The menu's trash. You know, I'm, ah. a bit, I'm a bit husky, so I sat there and ate a hot dog and a hamburger and I ate chicken. What the hell? You had a cookout or something? <laughs> 
<laughs> I had to go through and taste everything because I wanted to see why I didn't go to Hardee's. You know what, Hardee's? I'm sorry to hear that. Y'all was my first job. Y'all really humbled me out here in these streets. So I'm going to tell you that. But it's a shame that y'all went from chicken after y'all had been the start after Charbro Company. I mean, Charbro Burgers. Like I mean, the burger is nice. I ain't going to surprise. I had the, the burger. We had the burger with the with the onions and the barbecue sauce and the bacon and everything. Oh, uh, okay. It, it, well, was a rip, it was a rip off of the rodeo burger. So, you know, I was fine with that. But here was the catch. And here, here's the thing. Okay. Like, you know... That food was fairly priced, but for three pieces of chicken, how much was it? Small fry, listen, a small fry and a a humble drink. It was like a medium, but I felt like a large. But I drink a lot of soda, so it don't matter. (laughs) You know, listen, that meal was seven dollars and nine cents for three chicken pieces of chicken. What? Right. At first, we looked at the price. Stacy looked back at me, and she was like, "Hmm, that's a little tight." And then we both didn't think nothing of it, ate the other food, but then we got to that chicken. Got to that chicken, right? Broke the one piece apart. We did the little romantic thing, split it together. And okay. You know, I'm, I'm the type of person, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to taste it before I dip it. So you want to give the lady in a tramp type effect. Right. So that's how that's what happened here. So we ate it and we was amazed. You know, I do a little commentary just like I'm doing right now. I did it with the chicken too. I'm like, mm, you taste very good. You know, let the chicken know that I'm impressed with it. And it was because it was breaded and seasoned like into the meat. Like, you know how you can bread something on the outside, but it, I felt like somebody put little grooves in that meat or something in that chicken. And I could taste that breading all the way like good and it, it mess with the chicken. Well, I know their secret. You know, like I said, I used to work there when I was a teen. Okay, so so listen, and- my next time in the city, I'm going to get you a fry daddy and go from there. And the thing was, it was spicy. It was almost like Popeyes. Man, you know what? I mean, if it, if it um, was spicy, it would have been like Popeyes a little bit. See, I'm going to have to revoke your card. <laughs> because you no, can't be compared what, what to Popeyes. No, what I'm saying is, is that if it had a spice to it, it would have been like Popeyes. Because you know Popeyes has got the best breading. I just sat out here, I wouldn't got Bojangles. Because West Virginia got rid of Bojangles. We did not love it, so we got rid of it. Now... I went and got the Bojangles. I opened the chicken up. It's got a little spice into it, so it's trying to entice me and stuff. That did not work for me. Because I know I can go to Popeye's, crack a piece of the boneless chicken out, and even though I like the chicken with the bone, crack the boneless chicken, and they didn't soak that in milk and put hot sauce on it, then they breaded it. You know, like 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 I told my audience and stuff like that, you know, um, it's crazy how these podcasts, like, you you know, I just, it just came to a spurt. Like, I was like, man, you know, my cousin is fire. He brings in units. Like, he, you move numbers. Um, so, so. Listen, when, you, when that I, album come out, y'all, y'all push them units on that, man. That's. We need the album to come out, but like every week I ask you, when's the podcast coming out? L- l- listen, audience, I even gave him a title. I will come in and do a few episodes with him because, you know, my time is anybody's time if it's the right time. Um, I said we could call that thing Changing Faces. Like, you remember the old Changing Faces song? <laughs> you know, we're not, we're not going to rebirth R. Kelly in that, but, yeah, you know, and, and that's one topic that one day we need to jump on. Um, I'm not going to, oh. I'm not going to kill, kill it all, but I do want to mention this, uh, a, a podcast idea, something that people should think about is, is why did everybody take R. Kelly off their playlist? Well, 
first of all, for all my listeners out here, I don't have a playlist. I have playlists, meaning that I just like stuff on Apple Music. <laughs> and Apple is the genius that curates all of my playlists. So every few days I get a playlist. But sometimes they curate stuff that my friends are listening to, and I'm just like, what is this? You know I don't listen to this type of music. So that that's the hard part. But R. Kelly has not came up on any playlist, shockingly. And I like some of R. Kelly's stuff. I still like R. Kelly's music. However, I think people have to understand you're an artist first. I mean, well, to the general public. That's the only thing that we have of you. We can't have your personal life. That's on you. So any guilt, any things that you've done in your personal life, that's something that you personally as a person have to soul search and fix. I'm not saying that, you know, you should condemn somebody's music, you know, but... But, yeah, that's something, like, one day I'm, I'm like, we'll get a group setting of us on this. We'll have to do this as a round table. Like, R. Yeah. Kelly was literally pushed off people's lists. Like, I Believe I Can Fly, like, was the hardest song. It didn't matter what race she was. Everybody knew that song. Listen, if I could turn back the hands of time. Right. And, you know, I'm from Chocolate Factory. That's when I got into my form. And oh, became... now you took it back. And yeah, that twelve play. Yeah, like Chocolate Factory, Loveland, whatever you want to call that one album. You know, Never Leave song. Happy like, people. Happy people. Step in the name of love. It was so many classics that I'm like, this man may have did wrong, but I still like his music because we never did that to Michael Jackson. And let's just be real. You are not alone. Written by R. Kelly. Um, I Look to You by Whitney Houston, written by R. Kelly. Celine Dion has a record written by R. Kelly. I mean... I mean, we don't know the name of it, though. Nivea, Laundromat, R. Kelly. Ooh, Laundromat, that was my jam in 2002. Marcus Houston, a lot of his early hits. R. Kelly is all over there. When you listen to it, it sounds like R. Kelly. Yeah, because you know Marcus Houston ain't writing shit. But let's just be real. I ain't going to lie, though. If I could turn back the hands of time, and when a woman's fed up was when I knew. Ooh, when a woman's fed up. I can't even sing, but you know that one, that's the jam. She get mad and hop in the car and get evil with you. Yeah. Or um, him and Sparkle's record. Um, oh, I, I hear it in my head, but it's sad that I can't remember because that was a, such a huge hit. Uh, 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 uh. About that Hardy's chick. Yeah, talking about that Hardy's chicken, they shut us down. Yeah, the FCC had to shut us down. The conversation was too hot. But we're back now. And um, yeah, this guy was trying to compare Hardy's. If they had just a little bit more spice in the battle, to Popeye's. Now, I would even go as far as saying KFC, but you're not going to say no fresh Popeye's now. Fresh, you know what? Lee's chicken. Okay, we can do that. Or Lee's chicken, you've had that? It's amazing. It's the best thing since sliced bread. All right, now I get Lee's chicken because you know I go through Kentucky to the bottom to the top. I went to this crazy, crazy place called Hazard, Kentucky. And um, that's where I first got some Lee's chicken. He was the dude that the colonel stole the plan from or something, right? Is that correct? I don't know. Lee, Lee, Lee and the colonel was in business on something, bro. There's something went right because they they got a little museum in hazard about it. I filmed one. 
Yeah, something a little crazy going on. So, so if you walk through the museum and how how big is the town of Hazard? Is it very big? No, I man, I went through one side, I was out the next when I turned to the left. Oh, so when you walked through the museum and walked out, that was the whole town. <laughs> basically, basically. Now, 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 let me let me say this though. So so we're gonna throw all these chickens in there. I'm not gonna even put churches in the mix, but I'm gonna say this though. You know one chicken that that people give a lot of credit to? What's that? I, I, they give credit to Zaxby's. Zaxby's is good. Shout out to Zaxby's. My best friend's husband is a manager at Zaxby's here okay. in Richmond, Virginia. So come down and visit us, preferably the Shore Pump location. Very nice. And, and what county is that one? Is that Henrico or the other county? That, that's in Henrico. So you're right near Shore Pump Town Center, um, you know, grocery shopping at your leisure, five and below. Get everything you need. And you get on the bus line now. I mean, <laughs> Richmond is starting to come up, even though I live apparently too far out in the suburbs. So I would like have to be somewhere strange to catch the bus. It's just, yeah, it's a little weird. That's crazy. So they moving up on things. They moving up, just not fast enough. <laughs> you, know, you know, when I think about Richmond, I'm like Henrico, Chesterfield. And then you know I, I did, did my business in the in the country, so I'd be like Powhatan, but it ain't even part of that. Well, a, a Richmond has bought up everything, so everything is a part of everything. Okay. Manchester, Powhatan, Chesterfield, Short Pump, West End, East End, Southeast. It's crazy. <laughs> it's Richmond now. Yeah, so Richmond is everything. So um, yeah. You know, be careful what you say. Be careful. That was the song. And okay, now he has to be careful in his life. Be careful what you say to me. Right? Yes. Yeah, my mama used to play that joke. Does it might turn around on you? Like some did do did her dirty back in 97 or 98. I mean, we all know we wasn't in your, your parents' life. We wasn't in your, you know, your mom's life. You yeah, know, we all but, but I heard remember that jam. I mean, I mean, let's not even just talk about the stuff my mama would be playing. I mean, right. she was in here playing Angie Stone, uh, Angie Stone, excuse me. Sorry, Angie. Angie Stone, my sunshine has come. <laughs> hey, look, let me give you one about my mom. Shout out, shout out to my mom, my mom, the lovely, beautiful Rosalind. Rosalind. Her, her, her song is like the worst song on earth to me. She loves the song. Like, I mean, I didn't put this on MP3 players. I didn't put it in a picture frame, all kinds of stuff. Raphael Sadiq, All I Ask of You from the Higher Learning soundtrack. You, oh my gosh. And that is her jam. You know, she hits her normal little snap to it with the two step and the spin. And it ain't nothing to dance to. But. It's so cool. crazy that you talking about all I ask of you because the first thing I think of is deal. The deal. Yeah. <laughs> On two occasions, that's <laughs> day and night. Babyface. Yes. Oh. And, and you listen to Babyface. You know what kills me on that one? You write me a record. But you know what kills me on that one? You know how the, how the beginning of that song comes out? Uh -huh. That little beat drops. That I ain't even gonna make the sound, but you know what I it's mean. It's like that. Do -do 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 it's like a I computer. I my chest a little bit, <laughs> and I'm like, uh oh. And that's I, a mating call. 
Right. I can, I can throw that one and go grab Stacy from somewhere. I don't know where she's at on Earth. I throw that one, I'm going to fly right to her and, and I got her. You know, that put the motivation behind me. I'm telling it's day and night, different seasons, whatever. But, <laughs> but you know, See. back to the main topic Topic on that one, you know, because we keep we going over, we was going to end this episode, but we will keep going a little bit longer. You know, like Bill Cosby, for some reason, because of the different things that he did in the community and things that he did not do for the community. And then when he took us down as a community, I don't have a, a like an opinion of, of him at all because his movies and his relevancy was not there for me. Mm. Because let me explain something to you. Like in the generation we grew up, you have him and then you hear his story. And we had Carl Winslow. We had Uncle Phil. And then I'm gonna go on the flip side. I had Tim the Tool Man. I had oh, yeah. Al, I had Al Bundy. I had the dad from the Dinosaur. Hello. I had Tommy's dad from Rugrats. I mean, listen, we even had Peter. Oh, Peter. Right. Oh, the Peter Griffin. Okay, let me stop. Right. See, Wait. you know, if y'all need someone to do voiceovers, y'all book me. I do voices. Give them the what's the Instagram tag? The Instagram tag is at Devonte King. Like, That's the Instagram tag. You gotta always plug your stuff. But my thing is, like, we had so many different male models that you could pick someone else better, and you could even go with Martin to a degree. You know, the first two years with Gina, and you know, you we had we had other people that besides Bill Cosby that were more important, like Eddie yeah. Murphy and stuff. You know. Well, yeah, he he has had his things and has gotten um, in his uh, troubles and tribulations. I mean, you know, but he's he's the king of he's one of the kings of comedy. I mean, Red Fox. But at the end of the day, I think Cosby played such a big role in the father figures to a lot of black men, to just to a lot of people, like to a lot of families. Like I feel like whether you were black or white, you connected to Bill Cosby and his family and. You want to see a positive, I think every, I don't care if you black, white, purple, I think everybody deserves to have that, you know, the proper representation of what, you know, a father or mother could be. And I think in the black community, we didn't always have that and having the Cosby's, I mean, hell, even the Proud family, that was a great representation of a family and fathers that care. I mean, Sanford and Son was good. I mean, even even James Evans on Good Times. I mean, he even departed from the show because he didn't like the way it was going. I mean, even Moesha's dad. I mean, they even departed later on when they tried to make it look like, you know, that Moesha's dad well, was Dorian's dad. Even though he was raised as the nephew, it was just crazy. It just didn't make you know, they do a lot of this stuff to throw monkey wrenches in it, but, you know, I always saw, like, you know, the Roseannes and stuff like that. And, you know, when the husband was standing for the sister, when her husband, when the sister's husband was beating her head and, you know, God forbid, but, you know, he was there. He stepped up, you know. Same thing with home improvement. Like, you got to see that, you know. And I don't think we see that anymore in African-American television because now it's all about love and hip-hop and how relevant you can be and how much surgery you can get 
It ain't even really about the talent, but that's a whole nother podcast. Yeah, that's a whole y'all nother will get, And y'all will get that soon. <laughs> yeah, well, that's to do that. And then I'll tell you something else that's interesting. And I have not seen this movie. Me and Stacy, if we got two hours and 20 minutes free this weekend, may watch it. Have you seen Just Mercy? I have not. We need to we need to all take some point, and you know me, I'll bootleg the movie if you ain't got it, and I'll send it to you on a flash drive, and you can watch, watch it in a week. See. <laughs> all right. <laughs> but my thing is, is that uh, that movie right there, a lot of people have asked would I do a podcast on it, and like I told them, I don't necessarily do movie reviews because I always, I always feel this way about a movie review, right? My opinion does not matter in a movie because I am from the great guild of people that watch Criterion films. I watch films for cinematography. So my opinion don't matter on content or nothing. I am just looking on how the film is actually filmed. But I think we should do a few podcasts about some films because I mean, we could, I mean, because I know you a Star Wars fan. I mean, I, I know that. Uh, Right, but let's talk about Indiana Jones. <laughs> oh, I love you know what? I didn't really understand that I loved his cinema, like his whole series, until I became 30. But we should really do a pod on classics. And since you're speaking of Cosby, Ghost Dad, I mean, yeah, we should sit back and you know, that's what we'll do. Let's plan it out in a few weeks for the Ghost Dad one because yeah. I don't know if I can get that. Um, but I will say this, you know, I, I got this one hidden gem that I like to watch, and, I, and it's weird. I got this weird, it ain't a fetish or anything, but once, oh, a, once a month, you know, I watch a cartoon movie, it's called The Jetsons. The Jetsons, <laughs> and we're living that proof right now. I mean, look at us, we're communicating over a hologram, aka Zoom, <laughs> right? So amazing. So amazing. I, I thought this was just, that was dope. Like, we don't have the flying cars yet. Where y'all at? Where y'all hiding these? Yeah, or at least we should have a car that we can ride through the water. I would love to just get in the car and get by the beach. I mean, beach, well, well, Hummer, a real Hummer. Mm-hmm. A tank. <laughs> yeah, or something, just something that can get me across the land. I want something that could cross the river. Like, I, I get up to Cleveland or something. Me and Stacy was out at Lake Erie. If we could have gotten into one of them cars that can go through the water, I could get the candy boat. No, nah, them water temperatures are going to change on you, buddy. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, could, could so let's do this. So let's do this on a good note. So I appreciate you jumping on the podcast tonight. Thanks for having um, me. And, and this is a Friday night thing. We're doing it at 1142. And I give you real time because these podcasts, they come out at different times. A lot of times with you, you get a specialty, not because you're family or anything, but... I will I will edit yours real fast and we'll get it going, get it hopping. So we got yeah. one more, we got one tomorrow night, and we'll, we'll we'll run that one through, and um, then th- that'll give you a little time to get a little bit more source material, bring it out because you know I got source material because I just look at one of my phones and I just pull something up. Look, <laughs> the man with with many phones. That's what we call him. Always been my life. And for the record, he only has one Android. And look, it ain't even mine. <laughs> See, you know, y'all need to tell him about Google Pixel, y'all. And Google, why y'all haven't called me? I'm ready to 
shipped in Google. Come on now. I got y'all. I actually use y'all products. <laughs> and, and you know, All right. And you know, I'll just say this on that note, like, I'm an Apple guy just because I like that 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 uh, continuum. Continuum is a word I use every day. I, I, I tell the people that work for me. It's called got, basic. Huh? <laughs> it's called basic. I mean, my aesthetics may be basic, but you know what I'm saying? It gets the job done. And no disrespect to Windows, because on the flip side, I do got the boot camp on here, so I do flip the Windows when I need certain things. Man, that window is slower than an Acer computer from 2006. Let's not go there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel you on that. The processor on that joint will probably crumble if it overwork itself. It's old. So so let me ask you this. So you're back on Android, right? Google Pixel, yes, Google. Google Pixel, it's a little All right. different. <laughs> All right, Google Pixel. So you, so you got an untamed thing. Tomorrow on the next episode, we will go into detail into this Android. Okay. I want you to give perspective on it. Th- these are the things that I look for, and I'll end the podcast on this. When I bought my phone, I bought the um, I started out with the iPhone X at the beginning of this year, and then some complications happened. I mean, no, I had the iPhone X last year. I rocked it out hard. Then I ended up with the iPhone 11. The iPhone 11 didn't decide to agree with me, so I got the 11 Pro. And the only reason I got that is because I got three cameras. How many cameras is on the back of that Pixel? Seven? I don't know. Listen, check this out. This is my first Pixel. This ain't even... I got the Pixel 3a. I don't even have the Pixel with the, like, four or five lenses on it yet. That's like the four of the five, which just came out. And I mean, at 350, what can you, you can't beat that. I mean. All right, but you got a good sound camera because I know about them. Oh, my camera is amazing. Now, I know they just did an update and they were saying that the update for some people was glitching, but the grace of God, I haven't been having that problem. So uh, but, I don't know what to tell y'all. And, Android OS 11. But for the podcast tomorrow, right? Yeah. We're going to talk about this phone. Your phone scales out, and I know it shoots 4K video. Yes. So so go outside, go outside for two minutes tomorrow, two minutes, and, and run your camera around in a circle if you don't care, sir. And let, oh, me, know okay. how, and let me know how much data it uses. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> and we'll spark our conversation from there. So once again, everybody on West Virginia Commonplace, it's been my pleasure having Devontae with us. And it's always my pleasure. You know, I'm your host, JR. Um, at some point, it may change. Like I said, I'm going to try to get him to do that podcast called Changing Faces. And I'm going to come in and be like, do you mind if I podcast you up? And that's in my that's my offbeat voice. Yes, I know. I can't sing. I don't mind. <laughs> right. <laughs> All through the night. But anyway. We're going to be podcasting to number one on Spotify, y'all. Get us yeah. to number one. <laughs> All right. Thank you, guys. All right. Good night. Good night. Good night, y'all. All right. Peace.